Sharp Cheddar, we're live. Hey, Packers Nation. Welcome back to episode 10. Yep, we made it to double digits of Sharp Cheddar Green Bay. We are two weeks into the season. Yes. And we're live. We are recording on Zoom. We're we're on Zoom studios. Matt is out. I am back in. Uh, What's Matt's injury? Follow us on YouTube at Sharp Cheddar Green Bay. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Sharp Cheddar GB. Uh, we got some, uh, all of the great social media content you need about the Packers and drinking and brats and everything that's good about life. That's right. Uh, so it's really just a brat podcast. Coming, coming to you live from the bar this week as well. You know, that's been a, that's been a fun, fun thing to start doing. Yeah, the Instagram lives have been a big hit. So if you're not watching those before the game, you should check it out. Big hit. Uh, we just we had a lot of huge, a lot of walk, live watchers. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. All right. So Guys, I'm gonna crack my beer. Uh, I'm, I'm drinking another Lions Summer Shandy. I still clean. I've just cleaned the fridge that, out. So I've decided that. Oh, I guess we're cracking it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I Dude. am. In honor of our next victim, uh, the Saints, I'm going with the devil tonight. A little Duval Belgian beer. Wow. I thought you were going to say a beta, but okay. I'm going with the uh, the pride of Baltimore. One of some Natty Bow. Gross. You know, got but, married uh, before. Lo- love this beer. I do have to say, like Hank said, guys, we made it to double digits. This is the 10th episode. This is a significant episode of Sharp Trader Green Bay, and I love you yeah, guys. That's fucking missing it. It's going to be a big day when our number of episodes surpasses our number of listeners. <laughs> it's upon us very soon, I think. Yeah. Hey, did you guys hear, by the way? I, I, I failed to mention this last week on our episode, midweek web episode, but um, we got a couple Hall of Fame nominees in the mix here. Charles Woodson sure and uh, little, little Leroy Charles Butler. Charles Woodson. Yeah, aren't they their first first ballot? Charles Woodson's like a no brainer. Um, awesome player. And, and then Leroy Butler literally invented the Lambeau Leap, the greatest celebration yeah. in sports. Unfortunately, um, I think that Charles Woodson's gonna go in as a raider, but Yeah. Think so? Yeah. Dang. He started and finished his career in Oakland. So even he though really he changed our defense though. Yeah. People have been sleeping on Leroy for a while, though, but uh, he also yeah. made a lot of things happen. Anyway, yeah, he, well, Leroy definitely deserves to get in, but, you know, Charles, I think, is the, the only one, the only Packer this year. Well, we should do a little watch for the Hall of Fame thing and get drunk. Sounds good. Put it on Instagram, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, let's, let's start off with the – uh, recap of the Lions beatdown. Um, it was wonderful uh, to obviously see us go start the season two and zero, do it against two divisional rivals. Um, obviously, the, the Lions yeah. last year gave us so much trouble, even though we were able to um, win both of those games last year. So I think the fact that uh, we were able to come back after they got out to a quick start, not, not push it until the fourth quarter like we did last year. Wait, but uh, yeah, can we, we talk we, about the first quarter? I was panicking in the bar. Yes, I was literally just panicking. Were. So 
wasn't panicking because that's what Detroit does. Like oh, I, I, growing up in Detroit, that's what they do. I, I had so many like friends and family who are Lions fans who are like, it doesn't matter that we're up by 10, we could be up by 50. And somehow you would come back and beat us in the fourth. Hank, we, we had so much going on at the bar. Not only did, did Detroit go down and score on their first drive, their first possession, but the, the bar, like the direct TV wasn't working. So it was we, some we kind of like regional, national direct TV issue. Yeah, it was, it was dark times. People, people oh. were panicking, myself included. <laughs> That must be what the issue was. Once you guys got the game yeah, on, then he's got the fruit. game live. It was going right. It was nothing to do with Hamilton's great, great staff. And yeah, I, it was apparently like a, an entire DC wide thing, but oh my God, it, like it was, it was. Wrenching. But I mean, it came, yeah. it came back on right. as Detroit was getting ready to score their second touchdown. Yeah. So like, we're, we're all sitting around thinking like, oh my God, our defense is doing it again. Fucking, why did we fire Mike Pettin? I mean, then, yeah. our defense didn't allow – they only allowed seven points the entire rest of the game after the first quarter. So, yeah. you know, that's – Yeah, I mean, our, our offense settled in. Aaron Jones went to work, put a, put his show on. Uh, career yeah. career day for him, like 230-some yards or some ridiculous if you combine his sick fucking over-the-top catch and that was some passing – Great rushing, catch. Rushing yards there yeah, too. he's – But uh, – I honestly, I think I was back in my regular season hammies form. I passed out at home on the couch afterwards. So I don't even know like what else happened, but it was a great day. I always loved beating the Lions. One preseason game and then you were back in the midseason yeah. form. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun day. My, my bar tab was very high. Yeah. yeah. And God, I just love every, – every year it seems as though some – half the analysts out there are like, oh, well, you know, Matt Stafford's actually better than Aaron Rodgers. And it's just yeah. a joke. Every year we prove them wrong. Like, yeah. it, it shouldn't even be in, in the same conversation. I mean, it, it's pathetic. So I, I love watching Green Bay just beat up on the, the lowly Lions. So our, our offense was awesome, but can we talk about Shannon Sullivan for a second? Dude, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. That dude doesn't make a lot of spashes plays, but when he does, they are huge. He had that huge pick against Dallas last year, and now he completely jumped the route right right near the goal line this, this past week. Like, that dude's a baller, and I think that he's going to be a big part of our secondary going down, yeah. going down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, tip your hat to Rashawn Gary, though, too. He was right in Stafford's face, which probably caused him yeah. to throw in the pass. You know, I mean, for all of the talk about the, how good the Smith bros were last year, this year our best, like, defensive lineman so far has been Rashawn Gary. Yeah, he had a big game. A couple sacks. I think our defense overall is actually doing – it's doing better than – like what the eye test is telling us when we're watching the game. Dude, when we're up by 21 points, like, you know, there's only so much the defense can do when they're slinging it and they're, you know, garbage time. In the NFC, we have the fifth best, we have the fifth best defense in the NFC. Like in terms of total yards allowed. Like they're actually playing pretty well. 
No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, when you have the offense scoring 85 points in two games, literally has not happened since the Packers were incorporated in 1919. Uh, and a f- fun little stat line from, from Lil G here, not Omar's stat corner. But uh, we also – yeah, we we also it's not even a stat; it's just a fact. Um, <laughs> we we saw uh, in the in the Packers news that the um, the only other teams to do that in eighty five points in two games were like the 09 Saints yeah. and the thirteen Broncos. Both teams made Super Bowl appearances, but no, I mean I agree. I think the offense, the the points speak for themselves. We're getting the ball around everywhere. The running game's good. But the defense is just making big plays when they need to. It's there that those big plays are starting momentum or continuing momentum that the offense has, and it's just working out really, really, really good, really well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a fun couple of weeks at the bar. Hank, you've been missing out. Now, I know you had your own shit going on. Like it is what it is, but yeah, it, it's been a fun couple of weeks. You're Wait, yeah. glad to have you back. Can you give us a little bit of a? a yeah, I'm excited to be back. Can you give us a little sneak peek of what the you know the Detroit area was like when they just got crushed? Was the you know what was Michigan doing? Uh, you know, I th- I think that the fans of the Lions their their souls left their bodies a long time ago. <laughs> um, so, like I said, I mean, I I was sitting across across the table from my cousin who's a Lions fan. And he could barely get excited after the touchdowns because he's like, Jesus. I know we're going to lose. Like, it really doesn't matter because you're going to win this game. And I'm like, I'm glad we agree on that. And, like, normally, you know, if we, if we go down 10 points early, I'm still going to have hope that we can come back. But, you know, yeah. you, you start to feel down about the game early. Whereas with the Lions, that, that just doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, you know, I just – I'm like, we're going to win this game. It doesn't matter. They could get a 50-point lead in the first half and somehow yeah. Aaron lead us back. And then talk about the, the rest of the NFC North for a second. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on with the Vikings? Dude, yeah, they tanked against the uh, Colts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Dude, the, I love it. Again, all of the talk – in the offseason was about how the Packers are going to regress and the Vikings may be one of the I best teams. I love it. This year. And I mean, to, to be fair, the analysts were right that one of the NFC North playoff teams would have a big regression this year. They, they just and had a 50, 50 shot. Yeah. The wrong team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, guys, the two- bears are two and oh, like, well, yeah, but they're also two plays from yeah. being and two. It is yeah, interesting. They're playing, the, they're playing the Falcons this week, who we have to play after the Saints. And, I mean, I, I don't know. Neither of them are all that great, but um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in that game regardless. Dude, the Falcons are straight-up trash. Yeah. I mean, they should have beat Dallas. <laughs> the fact that Dallas somehow won that game was ridiculous. Such a Falcons move. Apparently, according <laughs> to ESPN stats, they were more likely to win that game than the Patriots Super Bowl game. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> God, just imagine being Matt Ryan and two of the worst losses in <laughs> all of football history are on, yeah. like, that's you. You were a part of that, that team. <laughs> yeah. God, Guys, that's the worst. We're 2-0 and Aaron Rodgers is one more game away from 
his uh, or one more game added on to his MVP resume this season, just like me and James Jones have been claiming. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I loved um, Pete Prisco. I saw he tweeted the the other day. Um, there there were some like revamped power rankings um, that had us at number one in the NFC. And yeah, we should be. Yeah, and he he was like, "Who else is number one in the remember, NFC?" Anyone remember that two weeks ago I said this and everyone called me crazy? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are jumping on the Seahawks bandwagon, but dude, yeah, their defense is atrocious. Like near the bottom, <laughs> I think they have the third worst defense in the league. Lamar's just trashing yeah. teams out here. Yeah, Dude, everyone, I'm a, I've, I've, got, I've got the stats. Hold on. I'm gonna, I'm Let's gonna go. Let's stats. take us to the stats corner, Omar. And, and uh, everyone just assumed that, like, the Seahawks and Patriots are awesome because they played a really good game against each other. But that doesn't mean that the teams are good. That means that the teams are evenly matched. Okay, yeah, we'll I, say I, I'm more... in, in terms of total yards allowed a game, the Seahawks are last. Hmm. Straight up last. Wow. Like, I mean, all these things. There's only two games, so like, let's be right. let's be. Also, honest. I do have to make a point. Uh, a few week, a few episodes ago, when I claimed that Tom Brady was the most overrated player, and everyone <laughs> laughed and called me an idiot, and yet he leaves, and the Patriots. Their offense is probably better now with Cam Newton than it was with Tom Brady. It's almost as if, yep, it's almost as if he was a system quarterback, and and the team and the coach are really wow. good. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember questioning yeah. that point, Hank. I, uh, I feel like I did agree with you to a certain extent because Bill Belichick is the genius behind that team. But yeah. we are gonna run train through the Southern United States and the fucking NFC South, baby. I'm pumped. Yeah, dude, no they're problem. all trash. That's yeah. more of the days, trash. Should yeah. we, um, guys? Should we so, mention some of the? Uh, do you guys, I was say, should, should we, we touch on some of the injuries? Or that's exactly what I was going to say. Save that later. No, well, let's do it. You should have said. Is Devonte? Is Devonte going to fucking play? If he doesn't, it's a huge shakeup in my fantasy team. So I really need those double points from Aaron Rodgers. Double points. Guys. Yeah. By the way, I that's really, that's the new saying, Hank, is double points. Okay. Because I have sure Rodgers and that. Adams, and so when they connect, it's nah, 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 double nah, nah, points. Nah. But um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, he hasn't practiced. He probably won't practice at all. But also, Aaron's uh, said, I think today or yesterday, I don't know, that it that does not matter. Like, yeah. even if Adams right. rolls out of bed on Sunday and says, "I'll fucking play," like that, it, they'll still have the chemistry. Well, it literally matters yeah. none. In addition, I'm pretty sure LaFleur was saying in his um, press conference that Devontae could have gone back into the game and he wanted to go back into the game, but LaFleur held him up. It wasn't worth it. Why why risk it? Like, we're going to have the game. So, to me, it's like they're they're being cautious. They don't want it to turn into something bigger. But I, I don't know. I think he's playing. You think I should start him on my team, my fantasy team? I actually don't think – I don't think he's going to play this week, to be honest. I think without Michael Thomas – like, the Saints did not play well last week. And I know we're going to talk about the Saints here in a little bit, but I don't think that if, if their offense is going to look like it did last week, I don't think it's worth 
injuring Devontae for some True. of the games we have down the stretch. But there's no doubt that he makes the offense. What the hell happened huge. to Guara? Yeah, not sure. But I, I, I think it's interesting, and maybe to some degree it's some of the injury issues we've had over the last few years are all Mike McCarthy's now coming up. As, well, yes, but now they're coming around and to some degree being a bit of a blessing for us because we know how to win without Devontae Adams. You know, yeah. New Orleans we without him last year. Play last year. Yeah, we went 4-0 without him. So I, I think that to some degree now, obviously I wish they never got hurt in the first place, but it all of that adversity showed us how to push through it and win without some of those key players that other teams may not have had to deal sure. with. Sure. Is that, uh, is that the Sharp Cheddar Twitter that's – that's ringing back there, or what is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Devontae's one thing. I mean, obviously, he, he's a game changer on the offense and, and changes the dynamic. Even if he doesn't play or is limited, like, I'm not too, too worried about that fact. Um, I thought DeGuara was back at practice in, in some capacity yesterday. Um, they didn't I heard, practice I heard, today. He, he didn't? No. At least okay. that's what the injury report said. I, I heard that Kenny was at practice today, so that's huge. Even he's, I don't think he's expected to play, but he was – He was limited, running, yeah. He was yeah. running around doing some stuff, so that's really positive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and, – and it was kind of crazy. The rest of the league saw so many injuries this week. Like <laughs> the you fucking had Osa, you had McCaffrey, like Barkley. So, so many, like, huge guys going out and, like, out, a lot of them going on IR too. It's it's kind of crazy, dude. I think I think the Niners are going to lose to the Giants this week. That'd yeah. be awesome. That'd be. I, I don't know if I'll go that far, but that could see it. Um, I, I think I mean, that's man, like that, big upset of the week. Okay. That division out there in the West is fucked up, man. Like the Cards could be a wild card divisional winner. You know who knows? We'll see. Yeah. And yeah. the Rams, shit. Anyways, yeah, guys, let's move, that, into, let's move into halftime. Crazy. Let's 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 rip our halftime stuff. All right, all right. I got my uh, Brad Marnier again. You know Matt's nice. least favorite shot. I'm still sure, and I'm still drinking Matt's uh, peppermint dick hyper. Delicious minty freshness. <laughs> <It's so fun. laughs> and I'm getting low, so please bring some on Sunday. Matt, when you listen to this, do you think Matt will listen to this? I bet he will. <laughs> Guys, fuck the Saints, go Paco. <laughs> um, so I actually have a big halftime, if I can, if I may. Obviously, oh, first and foremost, first shout out to Johnsonville Brats, the best, the only brat in the game. We love you. We, uh, I tried some of the cheddar and beer versus just the beer brought last week. I'm still undecided, so I have to do it again this Sunday. We're going to have a little battle. Beer brought versus cheddar and beer brought. Some of my favorite things all encapsulated into one tubed meat. Very excited about that. 
Um, we talked about the Hall of Fame nominees. Uh, also, gotta say, go Brew Crew, baby. Home stretch against the Cards. Hopefully, we can win a few more, make it in the playoffs, but we'll see. But anywho, my big, biggest shout out of the week uh, goes to my main man down in New Orleans, the young Carter, little Toonchi, little Wayne, uh, my favorite Packer fan of all time. Uh, he announced this past week on our virtual home opening like weekend show. I don't know if you guys watched that, uh, but he was in- interviewed by the Smith bros, which was really funny. Uh, but, and then, and then Z asked him about green and yellow and he said, don't even worry. He already has a second version in the mix. And he said, he's going to release a green and yellow 2.0 at the height of this tension of the 2020 season. Uh, couldn't be more excited. I think, Lil Wayne literally just put the team on his back and gave us a Super Bowl berth because of that and uh, add into the, the Packers discology here, you know, the, the cover Super songs. Bowl championship, not right. a berth. Right. There's no if, – so, if we make it to the Super Bowl, there's no way Aaron Rodgers leaves that building without a, a ring. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, shout-out to Lil Wayne. Uh, I know he has a podcast, so <laughs> we, we need to get in touch with his agent and uh, get him on Sharp Cheddar. Get on it. Get on it, Joe. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> as always, shout out to Miller. Uh, champagne of beers goes down so smoothly on Sundays and every mm. day that ends in Y. Um, Omar, you got anyone you want to shout out? Yeah, I'm going to give a shout out to Diageo because we've been drinking a ton of Rumplemans at the bar. <laughs> You've been yeah, drinking yeah. so much Rumplemans. It's been great. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, who even hates me taking shots, bought us around. It was like, ooh, yeah, wow. that's crazy. Hamilton's staying strong this season. Yeah, another good showing on week two. Bar seems to be Absolutely. buzzing. People are happy. People are doing well. We got the outside. They actually have now TV covers over the TVs outside. Very nice. So if you want to make a reservation cool. for outside, or if you want to walk up, you can do that. Um, so obviously another big shout out to them. We'll we'll see him nice and buzzed on Sunday uh, Sunday night. The the bartenders yeah. and staff have been troopers dealing with our bullshit, and on top yeah. of that, just dealing with you know a reduced crowd size. You know it's it's been it's been surprisingly good considering the circumstances. Yeah. Well, we're and also scoring eighty five points, so that's good as well. Always Lots helps of- the drinks flow when we're happy. Yeah. Yeah. But also, if, if any of our listeners out there actually go to Hamilton's, make sure you come find <laughs> us up on the second floor, uh, sure. middle table on the right. Um, I'm, I'm happy to sign to- anything that you want me to, you know, some, <laughs> some memorabilia. <laughs> I was going to say we'll do a shot with yeah. you, but if you want Joe's signature sure. for some weird reason, I sure. uh, yeah. expect his phone number to go along with it. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's Should roll we talk about the Saints? Yeah, let's roll into the second half. We already kind of touched on uh, the Saints, uh, especially with Michael Thomas may or may not be out. Um, but let's kind of dive more into that game. Um, so they obviously looked pretty terrible last week against the Raiders. Not only that, they're Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, and the Raiders are, tra- are also trash. Who the Raiders beat? Nobody. 
They've beaten Carolina and now New Orleans. Like yeah. Carolina, and they, they New Orleans is not is not does not seem to be the world crushing team that they were last year. Like no. I, well, hey, they also got their ass handed to them by the Vikings again. I mean, yeah, I sir, they they didn't look good last week, but you can't put it past Drew Brees. To I mean, he's still going to be Drew Brees, and the Saints are still good. They have a decent O line and things of that nature. Alvin Kamara, this and that, but yeah, yeah. Alvin I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not fucking, you know, I'm not afraid of going down to New Orleans. The Superdome has no fucking fans, so that's, that's not a factor. The, that's the biggest part that it, the fact that there's not going to be any fans in that loud ass stadium. Yeah, that, so I gotta that's say, gonna... I gotta say, I'm, you know, we're not an X's and O's podcast. I'm certainly not an X's and O's kind of guy. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I spent four years of my life in New Orleans. I actually went to a Packers game down there in the Super Bowl, or the Superdome, and there were so many cheeseheads. It, was, it wasn't like a home game, but everyone and their neighbor had a, had a cheesehead on. It was amazing. Um, and that stems from people down there being Packer fans before the Saints were around in, like, the early 70s or whatever. But, um, yeah, and then also got to represent with my Super Bowl championship hat. I'm going to do the same with my sweatshirt. It's going to help. Super Bowl down in New Orleans. <laughs> but, yeah, so. I was saying before, I don't think the Saints are going to be able to do much. Like, yes, Alvin Kamara is a problem. They do have some good defensive players. You know, if Lattimore is going to be if, – if Adams isn't in, you know, Lattimore is probably going to be on MVS. But we still got my boy Lazard to worry about. <laughs> Laser I, D. I believe he prefers Laser, Laser D. D. Laser D. My boy Laser D is going to get involved heavily. And yeah, I just don't. I just don't see their defense really slowing down our offense. Um, no, our our defense no. might struggle a little bit with Alvin Kamara, but especially if Michael Thomas is out, I think we should. So is is he out? Should, though? We definitely um, should be able to shut down their one threat if that's if that's the case. I mean, they're coming off a, a relatively short week playing on Monday. But is yeah. Michael Thomas – I mean, he, he was kind of ruled out a couple – like a week ago, but um, I don't know if that's the same case as, as of now. Yeah, I read somewhere that our – that the Packers team doctor is going to make the call for them, which I don't know why you would do that. But, I mean, hey, if we're paying their paychecks, I think that you should tell them to rest another week. If, if we're talking about team doctors, did you actually see what happened to Tyrod Taylor? That is nuts. Oh, yeah. That's insane. So, he, right, like, right before, right before kickoff, uh, he was, like, in, the, in with the team doctor getting, like, a painkiller injection, and the doctor accidentally punctured his lung. Yeah. And so, right before he's about to go out into the field for kickoff, they're like, uh, nope, he's not playing. Let's get this rookie in. And the rookie was yeah, like, what they, like, are you talking about? Yeah, and then they, like, cut him. And we're like, oh, yeah, you can't play now, so we're cutting you. Yeah. Wait, they cut Tyrod Taylor? I, I thought I saw that. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, don't take my word for it then. Anyways, yeah, going back I, to the Saints, I mean, they, they have been allowing over 100 yards rushing a game. They've been allowing over 200 yards passing. Like, they're, they're not going to be the – What's the algorithm show us, Omar? What's the score uh, prediction? What's the score prediction on your algorithm? Oh, I haven't run one yet. I'll have it, I'll have it for Sunday. I don't, I just, you know, and I don't, I, it's not the same Superdome. 
It's not the same Drew Brees, whatever. I just don't want to get into a shootout just because I just, just don't want that to happen. Um, yeah. But it'd be nice I, to put up another 40 really burger and keep them to 20. Yeah. I, I don't think it'll be a huge shootout, if, especially if Thomas isn't playing. Um, Kamara's obviously good, but I don't see them being able to put up 30 plus points with just him. I'm going to go um, like 38. I, to 25 but they're gonna score like a touchdown with you know in the fourth quarter kind of thing yeah i i will also say about our defense you know i think that it's it's so tough because we have so many good players and a lot of the big play potential which is why you get the picks and the turnovers and the sacks and that's obviously more fun but one of the things that kind of concerns me and you could see the Saints exploit it uh, coming out of the backfield, is a lot of the small shit that you just need to do right on a play-by-play basis that yeah. it's kind of boring. We're really bad at that. So if they, if they could run a draw every time, and instead of stopping them for one yard, they get four. And, you know, when you're watching that, it's not a like a like – a, it doesn't seem like a big play, but those add up. And I think that's really where our issues are is like yeah. allowing them to get into third and short or get the first down after two plays. And it's like, okay, we, we obviously have the potential for sacks and fumbles and picks, but we really need to focus on winning the line of scrimmage when we're on defense. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And I don't I, think that's going to be easy to do against Alvin Kamara. No, I, well, I, I, I think that will be okay if it's only him. If they have the mm-hmm. dual threat of him and Thomas, because, I mean, that's what we discovered this past week is that that's all Drew Brees has right now is five-yard slants to Thomas. Yeah, yeah but guys, so, let's also be real. I mean, we've played against Dalvin Cook and Adrian Peterson, who are – arguably better running backs than Alan Kamara. I mean, whatever you want to say, like. I would not, I would not say that. Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't think I would say that uh, AP used to be, he's not. Yeah. One no, obviously. Delvin obviously. Cook, I, I think has been overrated. Um, I mean, everyone continues to say that he's better than Aaron. Jones, yeah. It's not like the saints have like this crazy run game that we're not used to fucking playing against. Like it's, no, I know, but I'm I'm saying that their whole game plan is basically like five yards, five yards, five yards, and that's where I think our defense struggles the most. We're good at the one-on-ones downfield. We're good at picks and sacks and safeties and fumbles, but it's the boring. We're good at defense. We have a defense. But at the same yeah. time, Hank, like the, the Saints did not look good against the Raiders. Not, the Raiders no, yeah. are not – a good correct yeah i i don't think i don't think it'll optimistic yeah i don't think it'll impact the it'll impact the final score but i don't think it'll impact the um win loss column um so i'm if if we're throwing out predictions i'm gonna go 37 27 all right. I'll yeah, give my I'll give my prediction on Sunday after I run my algorithm. I said like thirty-eight well, to twenty-five. Gut. I don't even know what the fuck yeah, that means. Happens with the score. Prediction. 
All right, my gut gut prediction prediction, And then we'll compare how close it is to your algorithm prediction. All right, my gut prediction is 35-21 Packers. Okay, so we're all in the same ballpark. I I, I do want to say, I mean, this is a – this is, you know – a, could be a seeding game already. I get, I'm right. talking about this Almost immediately. I'm talking about winning the North after being 2-0 in the North. I'm talking about a seeding game right now. These these are big fucking games. Minnesota yeah. away, a big road game. And just like my early predictions about Aaron Rodgers' MVP, this is the start of Aaron Rodgers' fucking revenge tour. He's going to fucking, you know, take and fucking – scalps from breeze then we're going to fucking matt ryan then we're going to fucking tom brady then we're going to deshaun watson back to back to back and aaron is just gonna fucking discount double check his nuts on and i mean we already got kirk and matt stafford who apparently are both better yeah but i don't even put those guys in those in those in the discussions with i know but the rest of the league the rest of the league has been calling those guys elite lately so you know i think it's yeah. Big to start off by taking my, taking my final thing that. I'll say about the Saints is who that nation is about to get stuffed with some sharp cheddar bratwurst. <laughs> yeah, I also, even though I'm not worried about the Bears taking the North from us, I don't want them to have the North for a single week, you know. Right. So that's why I think it's important to keep this train rolling while they're still. You know, playing pansy it, team. Dude, it's so irregardless. Like the fucking Bears, dude. Are you kidding me? We play them no, twice I know. in that, November. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not concerned in the long run, but no. I just don't want them to have the satisfaction of feeling like they're. No, in the I hear you. Yeah, I agree. Week. I agree. All right, with that, let's move on to the fourth quarter. Let's talk about this Sunday, Joe. What do you have? Yeah. yeah so we have the the night game on Sunday which will be fun, primetime Packers. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have a big tailgate over here. You boys are welcome to show up uh, whenever you want to start drinking and having fun. Going to have some big rock baths. I'm actually planning to, um, to, to make some goose poppers. What is a grill. goose popper? This is, uh, this is wild goose that I shot back in Wisconsin. You, you pretty much slap some cream cheese on a jalapeno – and uh, then a slice of goose, and then wrap that motherfucker in bacon and grill that shit. That Hell sounds yeah. amazing. That sounds very so good. good. So, uh, so come hungry. Yet? I don't have any of my bear meat yet, but uh, your dad, your dad can like send you just like a bear tenderloin. Yeah. So we're doing that. We might even bring the cornhole out. Who knows? Um, wow. And then probably catch the catch the afternoon game, the four thirty games at Hammy's. So safe to say it'll be a long, long day, boys. Yeah, Hank, I, I kind of um, like your idea of starting at 7 a.m. Make it like a college homecoming experience. Sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Take I usually nap. crack into something right when I wake up. During like the one o'clock games, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to start your game day. You know, I personally have some rituals that I, I things that I listen to and watch, but I obviously have some Irish coffees before I get going, you know. Get the mind. Right. actually know what an Irish coffee is, by the way. If you guys want to get some uh, some Bloody yeah, Mary mix, an Irish some Bloody Mary mix. Coffee with any alcohol. <laughs> hey, He's mixing you know, coffee and beer. I'm a He's generalist. Like, I'm a generalist. What can I say? But uh, yeah, maybe y'all should bring some Bloody Mary mix. That would really make the tailgate 
not a big Bloody Mary guy, to be honest. Damn it, Omar. Yeah, I know. But yeah, so we're doing that. We're going to get real scotty. Hammy's going to be rolling. Um, I also wanted to say Lambo on the Hill, guys. They're, uh, they're doing an awesome job as well. Obviously, Hammy's is too. But they're putting on the raffle. They're um, doing all their game watch stuff. And uh, if you're not following them and you're planning to go to Hammy's, you should, you should go like them on Facebook. They're putting out weekly updates on how to make a reservation, what's going on at the bar, the protocols and stuff like that. So shout out to them as well, Noel and, and Seth and, and the team there. Yeah, speaking of raffle, have either of you guys won yet? Nope. Haven't won anything, but Matt won like an Instagram raffle, which is really funny. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah he's he, said like, he, was gonna, that stuff. he said he was going to give it to the Hammy's raffle. All right, that's fair. So... Yeah, one one of these days we'll get the spotted cow. Yeah, that we do not drink in the bar. Yes, right. we do not drink the spotted cow. That was definitely for us. Yeah, the bar gig made that real because of us. We were like, oh, we want a six pack of spotted cow. Can you just give us a bucket of ice? That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> they caught onto that real quick. So, but they yeah. love us and we love them. So, well, anyway, well, this guys, is going to be a lot of fun. I'll bring over yeah. some posts because I've just got a 30 pack and uh, hell yeah. Well, you know, may, maybe Joe will make one of his famous old fashions. That's not yeah. actually an old fashioned. It's more, it's closer to a man, sure. but he calls or it his, it's actually pretty good. So yeah. Or oh, his yeah. Irish coffee. That's not an Irish coffee. Ingenuity. That's that, that redneck Wisconsin. <laughs> ingenuity. Alcoholic coffee. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> But yeah, guys, uh, finish the rest of your beers here if you, if you can. What else? What else right. you got? Ooh, man, I really need to move on from Liney Summer Shandy and get some Liney's Oktoberfest. But uh, that's it for our Deca episode ten. Um, probably call it like the Kuiper defense or the Kuiper dump in Detroit or something. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that's it for the three of us on uh, Sharp Trader Green Bay. Hit us up on Instagram. Uh, where else are we are on Twitter, yeah. YouTube? What are our shout outs at, at Sharp Trader GB? Um, obviously, Sharp go Cheddar pack Green go. Bay. Come to Hammy's, tip your fucking bartenders. Um, catch us live on Instagram before the game and catch us sometime next week for the breakdown of saints and preview of the Falcons. Um, otherwise everybody knows the strength of the team is related to the cheddar. So stay sharp and go. go, back, go. go. back go. Woo.